Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Tune in and listen because it's going to be awesome. And this is Sassy Stuffy. If you don't listen, I'm going to make you kiss my sass. Welcome to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show, the premier podcast of indie wrestling. We ought to just change the name of the show to the Caleb Conley Show. Our studio line is area code 213-816-1605. With your host, Bunkhouse Bob. I don't sign autographs, I'm not, and, I, and I very, very rarely take pictures with people, but if people insist on their nights, then, then I'll do that, so... And the lovely Laura. I am a true and total lady. I would never headbutt anybody. from the Armory Wrestling Radio Show. Good evening to all. I am your co-host, Bunkhouse Bob. Joining me in just a few moments, as always, will be the lovely Laura. Folks, we've got a great episode for you tonight. Joining us tonight will be ring announcer extraordinaire, Mr. Corky Franks, will be joining us. And then later on in the program, we will have the owner of PWX, Mr. Brian Kanabrowski, will be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour. I want to apologize right off the uh, bat, folks. Got a little bit of a cold. Yes, again, I have a cold. That's what happens when it's 65 in the day and 34 at night and 65 in the day and 34 at night here where I live at. So we've got the cough drops, we've got the Kleenex, and we've got the cold medicine. You might want to take uh, buy some stock in Kleenex because we're going through them tonight. But uh, we certainly thank you for tuning in wherever you're tuning in at and however you listen to our show. Whether you listen to the show live on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time, whether you download the episode episode on iTunes. I can't say episode. I've had a problem with that for two weeks now. Download the episode on iTunes, or whether you listen to us at www.fnxnetwork.com. Our stream can be heard there as well. A lot of our overseas listeners Pick up that stream there, great folks at FNX Network. We would also ask that you would support uh, Strong Style Life Clothing. Their website is www.sslclothing.com. 
They have some great shirts, uh, a lot of independent wrestler shirts there. Caleb Conley, Cedric Alexander, John Schuyler, Corey Hollis, just to name a few. They also have the Legacy line of clothing available. We ask that you would check them out. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, it's the best way to find out all the information for at from the armory and you can find us at from the armory on twitter uh we post all the links for the show put up all kinds of good stuff on there and the queen bee of the twitter machine the lovely laura joins us that's that's right i'm the queen bee Uh how are you tonight i'm doing just fine bob i'm very sorry that you're under the weather that's okay. I just, I don't know. I, I just feel discombobulated, folks. I, you know, I'm, I'm just going to have to apologize. I just, I don't feel 100% on top of my game for whatever reason. So it's probably, uh, probably the cold medicine. But the last time that I was on cold medicine, the show just got crazy. So I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know. What's been going on in your world, Laura? Just working and working and planning on uh, going to some wrestling next month. There's uh, mm-hmm. three sh- big shows going to happen, we'll, and I'm sure we'll talk about them um, in the upcoming uh, weeks. And next week is mm-hmm. our year-end show, Bob. That's right. We're going to have our year-end super show spectacular extravaganza. And what that exactly means, I have no idea. But we'll do something. I don't either. We'll figure out something. And we will give out the first annual armories. That's right. A lot of people were talking about the Slammy Awards this past week. We're going to be handing out. Yeah, we're going to be handing out an armory award. Armories, the armories, folks. So we'll hashtag that. And we'll put out on social media some of the categories that we're going to uh, come up with. But it'll have stuff to do with the show and wrestling. I mean, it's not like we're going to nominate somebody's favorite no-bake cookie recipe for Christmas or anything. You know, we're not going to talk about that. Other shows do that. We don't talk about that. So, Lord, no, you, if it uh, ain't wrestling, we don't talk about it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, you want to tell everybody uh, our Facebook info? Certainly. You can uh like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash live.armory.nine. And I'll talk about it a little bit later, Laura, but I went to a show this past weekend. Yeah. Went to NWA Bayou, Independent Wrestling, uh, under the NWA umbrella. Got to meet a couple people. Got to meet Ricky Starks, say Ricky, wrestler out of Texas, and got to meet the current NWA North American champion, Tim Storm. Some of you may remember him from TCW. Uh, he is right now the number two guy that would be behind of current NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Rob Conway. So uh, really nice guy, but we'll I'll talk about the show. And found out some good stuff and found out some not-so-good stuff going on there. And, you know, we'll I'll talk about that a little bit later. I want to talk about some bigger news that seemed to be blowing up the Twitter machine, blowing up social media, blowing up Facebook. It's been trending he worldwide. He broke the Internet. He broke yeah, the Internet. Yeah. This is twice. Yeah, broke the Internet. Uh, 
Mr. CM Punk, also known as Phil Brooks, uh, had a podcast. He didn't have a podcast. Actually, it was his good friend Colt Cabana on The Art of Wrestling, uh, which I've listened to before, you've listened to before. He has some great guests, mm-hmm. wide wide range of guests throughout the uh, throughout the wrestling world. But I listened to the CM Punk interview on the Art of Wrestling podcast, and the reoccurring theme through Punk's hour plus interview, and then there was a follow up interview. I didn't I didn't listen to it, and it it, it clocked I in. At, it clocked in at over an hour as well. I think it was just follow up stuff. I think they recorded it back to back. To be honest with you. The the hour plus interview the, the the three things that were reoccurring through that that whole whole interview was ambition, money, and injury. All of these things have been in existence since the birth of pro wrestling. Uh, this is nothing new nor revealing. What is revealing is Punk's continual working of the fans that put him in this position, and I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. During the interview, Punk said, quote, wrestling was fun with you, referring to Colt Cabana, and Dragon, referring to Brian Danielson, when we were running the roads wrestling for little to no money, end of quote. Then moments later, he talks about fans that had said to him, why do you complain when you've made millions, to which Punk replied, I quote, I should have made $10 million, end of quote, for what I had to do. It's no secret that Punk's main drive has been to headline a WrestleMania. He made that clear in talking uh, throughout the podcast and about his initial resigning with WWE when he was ready to leave the first time, that this was one of the, his main goals. Should CM Punk have headlined WrestleMania? Yeah, that, that, that's a no-brainer. My answer is yes. But Punk acknowledging to Cabana that he can be difficult to deal with implied that the last three years – of his WWE run were a downward spiral that there was no escape from. And in my opinion, even if he had headlined a WrestleMania, I still believe he would have left. Finally, the injury aspect, which he concentrated a lot on. Injury is a part of wrestling, and wrestling has never been shy of injury. Here's the deal, folks. I've had a major surgery in my life. I went to two doctors. I got two different opinions, okay? If you are untrusting of the WWE medical staff, which he called, and I quote, morons and witch doctors, to which I would remind everyone that it wasn't that long ago that there was no such thing as a traveling medical staff with a wrestling company, why wouldn't you go get a second opinion sooner? I mean, the wrestler's body is their tool of the trade. It comes down at some point, folks, to personal responsibility and common sense. And, and I get it. I understand the travel schedule, the demand, the nonstop grind of wrestling. But if Punk was that sick for that long and kept going back over and over and over again to the same doctors that he complained about, that's kind of on him. The bottom line is this. CM Punk is an extremely talented guy who faced the same issues that all the top-tier talent have faced while working for Vince McMahon, who still has a major voice in the daily business of the WWE, according to Punk. He walked out, and he got fired. He sued the WWE, got a settlement, and says that he won't return. 
The difference between the fun of running the roads with your friends and wrestling for little to no money and walking out of the WWE is this. One is wrestling, and the other is sports entertainment. And now you can add three more letters to the mix. UFC. Time will tell what CM Punk's legacy will be. But for me, it all sounds just a little too self-serving, a little bitter, and a lot like CM Punk. Well, seems a mighty strong word you got there, Bob. Well, I mean, that's just what, you know, that was my take on it. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I just don't really think that he complained or gave anything that other people haven't already faced before him. I think what made Punk's situation unique is that he has the financial stability and a platform that few others have had to air this in public. Right, right. And he had he had the financial stability to walk away. Although, I'm sure, knowing the, him and the way he is, is that why he didn't go get a second opinion, I, I don't know. That That is a good point that I have never thought of. But the way he is, I can just see him constantly complaining and complaining and complaining and complaining and asking questions and asking and asking and asking. Now, you know, I don't know. It's interesting. I've not heard the second part. I would love to hear the second part. I haven't had a chance to do that. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and... I I just know that, you know, I'm happy that he seems to be happier than he's been in a very long time. Is he a jerk? Yeah, he'll tell you himself he's a jerk. Oh, you know. Yeah, during the podcast, Cabana made no no qualms at all. Tell him, say, I know you. I know what happens when you can be difficult to deal with. You can be, you can treat people badly, even though he says that he doesn't want to. He's cognitive of the fact that he can say, F you, yeah. blah, 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 and but still says that he doesn't like to do it. It's an oxymoron. Yeah. I'm not going to, tr- I'm not yeah, going to treat people mean, yeah. but I'm going to be mean to people. Right. right. I don't so, want I don't to, know. but, you know, I'm going to. I don't want it, to, but, yeah. but I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm just happy that he's happy. I wish him all the best of luck in UFC, and, um, you know, we can talk about that a little later if you like, um, but, you know, what yeah. I like to talk about now is my good friend Cameron Cade, previous mm-hmm. guest of the show, one hot-looking somebody. He is nominated for its Wrestlers to Watch in 2015. And you can go mm-hmm. to HTTP, um, thehotseat.tk, and vote for Cameron. Vote for Cameron Cade. If you saw him at WrestleCade, you only got a smidgen of what he can do. He is an absolute wonderful wrestler to watch. Uh, not too bad on the eyes. So, anyway, um, also would like to talk about uh, some of our previous guests, um, as uh, being Mr. Jackson James, who was on Raw last night. Mm-hmm. And if you're scratching your head thinking, well, where was he on Raw? Well, he was standing next to... Um, Oh, God, his name just went right out of my head. Adam Rose? Adam Rose. He did. It just whoop, right out of my head. Um, and he was standing right next to Adam Rose. He was the bunny. Aha. 
and our good friend Tessa Blanchard was uh, was prominently shown on TV uh, behind Adam Rose, and our good friend uh, Jesse K was too. Yep. Uh, so we're really happy uh, that you guys uh, got your WWE tryout. Some people that was their second, and I'm hoping and hoping and hoping that you guys uh, make it to NXT. I know that um, you know. I know that Jackson James and Tessa definitely, and Jesse too will will make it because they're just really the future of wrestling. So congrats, guys, and would like to talk about. Jackson James, he's got some T-shirts he's trying to sell. They're new. It's uh, a Misfits kind of um, uh, inspired shirt. It looks really nice. Um, you it's can cool uh, contact. It is. It um, is you cool can contact. Uh, it, it it really is, and he's worn it to uh, the ring before. And mm-hmm. um, you can contact uh, Jackson. I believe at Twitter at the real. I believe he's at the real Jackson James. I think that's right. Um, and um, you can uh, buy the. Uh, <laughs> I just got a, uh, a text from uh, someone that the the guy in the chicken suit was John Schuyler. <laughs> uh, I'll be right back, uh, Laura. You can uh, order uh, Jackson's T-shirts uh, through PayPal. They're twenty-five bucks. Um. Jake dot James ninety one at yahoo dot com. Go out and support Mr. Jackson James um, and Mr. Cameron Cade. Um, really good friends of the show. Really, really the future of wrestling people. I, I cannot stress that enough. And I'm trying to do two things at once as I normally do: trying to tweet and trying to talk while Bob's, you know, uh, taking more Nyquil. Uh, I'm sure um, <laughs> he gets sick more than anybody. I think I'm gonna get him some like oranges for Christmas or something. Um, and where's Jordan Castle? He's not tweeted me or anything. I'm, I'm let down, Jordan. I mean, this is like you know PWX Central here today. Oh, gosh, I bet he's out training in you know George South Ring, but that's okay. I'm sure I'm sure George Coles is listening too. But um <laughs> but we're gonna have uh Corky Franks on here in just a little bit. Um got a lot of questions for Corky. If you guys don't know Corky, he is a ring announcer extraordinaire uh for PWX and for Ring of Honor as of late. You can see him on Ring of Honor T V. He also dabbles in some um mixed martial arts announcing and also I think I saw where he had done some announcing for Monster Truck. So Corky is like the jack of all trades and a super nice guy. I've had many great conversations with him at PWX. Uh very friendly, very knowledgeable about the business and and um does not mind to uh express his opinion about certain things that go on and and everything. So I'm really looking forward to talking to Corky and and we'll later on we'll have Mr. Brian Kinnerowski, um the CEO of PWX uh, Wrestling, uh, and our first guest, the CEO, the CEO. Huh? The CEO. I, just, I just say the CEO. I think it sounded like an episode of Raw. I'm gonna punch you, and it's gonna be like an episode of Raw. <laughs> 
All right, folks, without any further ado, Laura's already put him over, and we haven't even asked the first question. That's because uh, the gentleman that's joining us right now, he's not only uh, a show guest, we'd also consider him a friend. Folks, we'd like to welcome to the show Mr. Corky Franks. Corky, how are you? What's up, Bob? How are you? Uh, I'm I'm good, brother. I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, first of all, I have to tell Laura, I have to tell her that monster trucks are at the fair. Monster Jam is as big as it gets. Big <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, listen, trust me. Whenever I went through the training in Florida a couple of months ago, they told us that at least a hundred times. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Had to get programmed. <laughs> That's right. Folks, our studio number is 213-816-1605. Joining us now is Mr. Corky Franks. Corky, I want to thank you, first of all, for uh, taking time out of your schedule to be with us tonight, man. We really appreciate it. Guys, it's an honor, and and, uh, I look forward to it. We're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, so let's get going. I hear you, brother. Now, I was able to meet you and see you work over WrestleCade weekend. It was was great meeting you. Got to... uh, See you work at WrestleCade, Queens of Combat, PWX. What was that weekend like for you, and what is your biggest memory that you took away from that weekend? Well, that's a good question, Bob. Um, you know, it's just a lot of fun, man. The, the fun part is is we get to go out and entertain, whether mm-hmm. it's myself, a referee, all the wrestlers, you know, everybody, it's, it's so much fun whenever, um, you know, you know you know that people spend their hard-earned money, they want to come out and be entertained, and we get to be part of a team that does that. It don't matter if it's in front of 50 people or thousands of people, you know, like WrestleCade weekend. It's just a blast. Now, earlier in the, in the program, I, I was talking a little bit, bit about CM Punk, and, and you've been involved with, with MMA, and with UFC's announcement of CM Punk signing a, a multi-fight deal with them, what are your thoughts on his crossover into this sport? Well, honestly, it's just a business deal. You know, it's really not much more than that. You know, he can make a lot of money. UFC can make a ton of money, and I don't think anybody really cares if he uh, if he goes out and wins or not. I mean, he's going to sell tickets. The thing, the thing that everybody has to remember is they're not going to put CM Punk against a guy who's 4-0 and is going to beat him. That's not going to happen. They're going to put him up against a guy that he can beat. I mean, you know, it, you can call it real uh, and, and say wrestling is not real, but at the end of the day, they're not going to book their best guy. You know, they're, they're not going to put Brock Lesnar. Whenever Brock Lesnar came in, it was the same thing. Why would they kill off all the potential money by putting him up against a guy that's going to knock his brains out, you know, the first fight. It makes absolutely no business sense. So right. he's probably going to win the first fight, and then they'll put him up against another guy who's 1-1 one one or 0-1 oh or 2-0 and oh or something like that. And they'll bring some jabroni in, and he'll end up being 3-0 and oh or 3-1 and one and give him some kind of title fight, and he'll probably get killed. But um, <laughs> he, may be the, he, he, may, he may be the best MMA fighter on the planet. I don't know. But we have to remember it's all about money. That's all it's about anyway. Right. There's uh, someone in this business who was at WrestleCade that told me a long time ago, and you you, you know this name when I say it, Luke Hawks told me a long time ago, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. That's exactly right. That's the way the whole entertainment industry is in a nutshell anyway. I hear you. 
what what is the general perception of professional wrestling in the MMA community that you may have overheard or, or vice versa with wrestling and MMA? Well, uh, one of my good friends, uh, Michael Allen, a.k.a. Cornbread, he's the matchmaker uh, for a company called Fight Lab, and it's here in Charlotte, and they sell out the Grady Cole Center. Uh, every time they have a fight, they have a fight once a month, and they'll go to um, they'll either go down and fight for the troops at Fort Bragg, they'll go to the uh, casino up in Cherokee, sell it out, or the Grady Cole Center. And uh, so he's a he's a promoter, matchmaker, trainer, et cetera, et cetera, in the MMA business, and he absolutely loves professional wrestling. He absolutely loves independent wrestling. One of his students is Lady Coppa who was uh, mm-hmm. a TNA knockout of the past year. And um, he said him and his son, they step and watch Raw every Monday night. They don't TiVo it. They step and watch the entire three hours. And he loves it. He actually was up at WrestleCade, and uh, he came to see Lady Coppa. Um, you know, she wrestled Karma, so he came to see that match. But most of right. those guys love it. It's just entertainment for him. Do you, do you think that... Do you think that uh that guys view it as a, as a legitimate deal or do they just view it as, as entertainment? You're talking about, uh, I mean, they know it. I mean, that's all it is is entertainment. They don't think it's, uh, uh, they don't look at it like a legit sport by any means. Mm. Uh, I'm not saying the guys are not athletes, but it's not a, it's not a legit sport. And I work in the business, but it's not a legit sport. And that's not a knock on the performers. It's just not, it's not like a stick and ball sport. Or an MMA right. sport. Now, does that does that mean that those guys can't beat up probably seventy or eighty percent of the people walking the street? That's not what I'm saying. Um, and Vince McMahon, he'll, he'll be the first to tell you that it's all about entertainment. And uh, so, I mean, that, they look at it the same way that you and I look at it, and anybody else does. You know, you, you go to WrestleMania, and and you see Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker because it's going to be a good match. You, and everybody knows that Brock Lesnar is probably the you know beat him in real life if they got in a fight, but that's not what you go for. You know, you go to see, to be entertained, to see what happens. Uh, nobody looks at it that way. I don't think they do. Okay. I did whenever I was six years old until I got smart enough to the business. <laughs> damn, Corky, it's, it's still real to me, damn it. It's really hey, and for my, me. And my, and my grandma was the same way. God love her. <laughs> And and Bob, the fans at Trans South Wrestling in Union, South Carolina, still believe it's real. Yeah. That's why I love going oh, down there. Yeah, I, I know can't that wait that, to go. I know that's hey, but damn honestly, true. But, but, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who still look at it that way, but everybody knows it's not. <laughs> Except for the people at Trans South. The, I, I, I hope it's not a slide on the business. <laughs> no, I don't I don't think that it is. Breaking and news. Corky Franks, worldwide breaking news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> breaking kayfabe. Um, Corky, I'd like to know, how did you get started in announcing? Well, believe it or not, I have a degree in radio TV broadcasting from about 20 years ago. And I uh, while it. I was waiting, and while I was waiting for a job to open up at the local um, NBC affiliate, a friend of mine says, hey, my dad's building a house, and uh, 
he wants to know if you'll help us. We need some extra help. So the next thing I know, I was making 15 bucks an hour. On Friday, I had 600 bucks in my pocket, and I thought I was rich. Mm. And whenever they, call, whenever they called and the job was open, guess what I did not do? I did not go into the radio TV business. I went into the construction business. So long story short, I ran into a guy who was an electrician. He said, uh, you'll really find this funny. He says, we started talking about wrestling one day, so I did some kind of crazy announcing impersonation. He said, you need to come announce for us. I said, who are us? So he names the company. And I was like, man, I thought there was, I thought WWE was it. I really honestly had no idea that there was such a thing called independent wrestling. This is three years ago, honestly. Because I pretty much got out of watching wrestling and stuff um, at that time. So anyway, I went to a show. It was XWW, Extreme World Wrestling. He has not put on a show in probably a year. But a great guy. He uh, he was really hot here in Charlotte for a while. And uh, he gave me an opportunity. I did a show for him in, pr- in front of maybe 50 people that one show. But I was hooked. I loved it. And uh, I started thinking to myself, man, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to see how far I can go. So I've just been, you know, I just keep uh, putting the goal, you know, goals in front of goals and just trying to make them happen. And it's worked out so far. So I, I just actually just finished my third year in the business. Um, if, and the end of November was three years I've been in. Hmm. Really? I find that yep. funny. I, it seems like you're an old pro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I've only been doing it for three years. That but you know what? That's absolutely one that's, fascinating. That's one thing I keep telling those guys over and over. You know, I'm not 20 years old anymore like those guys are. And I keep telling them, I'm like, listen, guys, if I can do it, anybody can do it. You know, I didn't have anybody to push me when I was in my 20s. All I had was idiots to hang out with, just like everybody else does when they're in their 20s. <laughs> and, um, it's, you know, all of us have been there and done that. Some of us still are doing it, I guess. But, uh, you know, I keep telling those guys all the time. I said, listen, man, you have to set goals and, and want to be something. Don't just want to be – don't just want to call yourself a professional wrestler and have a Facebook page that's saying you're a professional wrestler and you go out and work for 20 bucks a night. You know, have have bigger aspirations than that. Mm. And uh, I keep – every time I show up in a locker room, somebody says, hey, where are you announcing now? And I tell them, how did you get that? The same thing I've been telling you, man. You have to go get it. If somebody wants a job at Big Power or Bank of America or whatever is relevant in your state, they're not going to come knock on your door and say, hey, you know, um, I'm looking for a 5-foot, 10-inch, 195-pound guy who shaves his head and has some suits to come to work for us. They don't work that way. <laughs> if you want a job at Bank of America, you have to go knock on the door and tell them that you want a job at Bank of America. Mm-hmm. And if they tell you no, go back the next week and knock again. They tell you no, go back the next week and knock again. You just have to be persistent. Anybody can make it. Anybody can make it doing anything. Well, that's what I was going to ask you about. You and I had this conversation, I believe it was in Thomasville, either Thomasville or High Point. It might have been Thomasville. Um, when I had asked you to be on the show, you and I were talking about this because we, I think a couple of other, maybe a couple of the wrestlers were hanging around or something, and you, you and I were talking about you know, that you are older than they are and that, you know, you get where you get by busting your butt. Yeah. Not because somebody hands you something. You And like you said, you got to get out there. I think, you know, not the selling doesn't stop in the ring. I think the selling has to continue 
outside of the ring because basically you're selling yourself to other promoters yeah. as to, you know, why do you why do I want to hire you? Well, this is why, you know. Laura, I think most of the guys, I think most of the guys um don't believe in themselves to be quite honest with you. Um I think you're right. You know, but but you know what? I didn't believe in myself you know, when I was 20 or 25 or 30, even 30, you know, I didn't believe it. I was cocky, but there's a difference between being cocky and confident. And uh, mm-hmm. I was I was, I was, was on the wrong train. But uh, I think most of the guys don't believe in themselves. And anybody that's ever been around me and has ever heard me say anything, they've heard what I just told you guys. You can really make it, man, but you have to believe in yourself. And like you say, you know, I tell them all the time, Honestly, I could go train over at George South Training Academy over at High Spots, and uh, six months later, I could know how to do all these wrestling moves. Anybody can do all that stuff. Anybody can learn how to do flips. Anybody can learn how to do all that stuff. It's what you do outside of the ring, how you can handle yourself, and how you sell yourself. It's not. It's not the. Uh, it's not the Crockett promotion anymore. It's not Mid South anymore. I mean, this is a billion dollar business now. And and guys have to treat it like that. And you have to believe in yourself enough and be willing to take no for an answer, um, you know, to get an opportunity. And, and if your goal is not to be in the main event at WrestleMania and make millions of dollars, I don't know why you'd want to do it. I really don't. That's a good point. That's a, that's a very good point. And, you know, um, and I know, speaking I, I know of... I know you guys have had some really some really good talent on the show, and uh, I can tell you right now, Jackson James. You mentioned him earlier. I guarantee you that that's his goal. I know it is because I talked to him a lot. Oh, he's oh been, yeah, that definitely is Jackson's goal. <laughs> he, he's been in the he's been in the business for 14 months. He went to the uh, Dr. Tom Pritchard training camp at the NWA Legends Fan Fest here in Charlotte last August, I believe it was. Mm-hmm, Last mm-hmm. July, August, whenever it was, he went to the camp. All those great trainers there. I, I think Lance Storm was there. Doctor Tom Pritchard, who trained The Rock mm-hmm. and everybody else. Mm-hmm. All those guys were there. That was his very first time in the ring. His very first time. Fourteen months later, or fifteen months, whatever it is now, he's gotten probably a half a dozen extra spots at WWE. Um, mm-hmm. He's looking at getting an official tryout. There's no doubt the guy's going to make it. The guy's going to make it because he's not scared for someone to tell him no. He's not scared. He works hard. He lifts weights. He works hard. He studies. He looks good. He's professional. He knows how to talk to people. Uh, He'll he'll make it. And if he don't make it, it won't be because he didn't give it everything he had to make it. And those guys who's been in this business for 15 years who were scared to Email WWE. Pick up the phone and call them. What's the worst thing they mm-hmm. can tell you is no? Guess what the answer is if you don't call? is no. No, mm-hmm. exactly. Either way, either way you're going to get a no. Either way, so you might um, as well try. Well, you know, I had seen you on Ring of Honor TV one day. So tell us how you got connected with Ring of Honor. Well, the guy who owned uh, PWX before Brian took over, Tyson Williams, he's a really good friend of mine. He gave me an opportunity probably two years ago. And uh, and Ty was working for Ring of Honor on the Ring Crew. And they were coming to Charlotte. And um, 
they were looking, you know, when they come, they want to use some local talent. Obviously, it's cheaper. They don't have to fly Bobby Cruz to every show because, I mean, not that they can't afford it, but it's not necessary. If it's not TV or pay-per-view, then they'll use a local guy. Or, like, right now they have Larry Legend on the show. He's a really good announcer. Um, they have him that they use. But, anyway, they were coming to Charlotte, and uh, Ty got me the booking. And I guess the guys like me. And I think it was maybe, it seems like I worked for them maybe every four or five months or something like that. So anyway, I showed up, um, did it, had a pretty good show in Charlotte. And uh, the next show I did was in Asheville. Then I went to Texas. I was in Minnesota a couple months ago. Uh, wow. It's, it's, sporad- it's sporadic. It's here and there. But, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing I've been talking about the entire conversation. If I don't hear from those guys, I'll send them a text. I'll send them an email. Hey, guys, you know, I'm, I'm open. Can you help me out with such and such? And uh, they'll bring me in and give me another opportunity. They've been really good about that because uh, it 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 just it makes me more relevant in the wrestling business. And then whenever I like the Monster Jam deal, I just got hired by Monster Jam. And by working for a company like Sinclair Broadcasting and, and Ring of Honor, it really look, you know it looks good on a resume. It makes you look professional. Oh, thank you. So you know those guys have man those guys have been uh, they've been really good to me and giving me opportunities and keeping me quote relevant. And uh, those guys Ring of Honor has helped me get other uh, bookings and other jobs uh, for just giving me opportunities. Mm. And that's what it seems like the the theme of this is, is that when opportunity knocks, you've got to at least have enough gumption to open the door. Mm-hmm. I always, um, um, I, co- I coach baseball, and I, I always tell those guys on the baseball team, it's, you know, like 13, 14, 15-year-old guys, I always, use, I always use the analogy. It's like asking a girl out on a date. If you call the girl and her mom says she's in the shower, that don't necessarily mean no. That just means she's not going to come talk to you. Uh, I'm on the other <laughs> line. Don't necessarily mean no. Can I call you back? Doesn't necessarily mean no. Until, until somebody tells you no, it's not really a no. That's a good way to look at it. That's, <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. I'm giving away all and, my uh, I'll be fired. I'll wake up in the morning. I'll be fired from <laughs> everywhere. Somebody else will have my job. You'll have like 15 texts. You're fired. Fired. <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> well, you know, I would like to know. I've seen you take a little abuse from from people at at PWX. You know, as far as wrestlers go, who like to take the microphone from you and run their mouths. And I'd like to know: Have you Tommy, ever Tommy. gotten in? Oh, not Tommy. Not Tommy. <laughs> Come on. Um, have you ever have you ever gotten involved in a match before it started, or not gotten out of the ring in time to where you were kind of you know mixed up in the melee there? I can tell you two really good stories that involved the same guy. Well, actually, at WrestleCade, you saw the uh, you saw the uh, the uh, Rick Steiner. I mean, the Scott Steiner deal, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> well, I, I you know I wasn't intimidated by the guy. I, you know. Even if it, you have to, you have to. Uh, it's just an acting gig. It's an improvisation gig, is all it is, really. So whenever, whenever a wrestler comes at you, I'm not going to stand there like I can fight the guy, whether I can beat him up or not. So my job is to 
get out of the way and fail and make him look good, uh, just like another wrestler would. So my first, uh, to get back to the story, the first the first time that anything like that ever happened was at the Ring of Honor show in Charlotte, and it was Charlie Haas, one half of the world's oh, greatest tag team with Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. He gets in the ring, and I'm already nervous. My first Ring of Honor show is probably match number three, maybe, and I'm like, oh, I've got to remember this, and I've got to remember and I'm, I don't use cue cards, and I'm trying to remember all this stuff and not mess up because it's a great opportunity. You know how it is, a great opportunity. So Charlie Haas, he comes in the ring and he starts charging me. So I go stick my head through the ropes. And uh, so he backs away, and I was like, maybe I didn't sell that good enough. So here he comes again, so I dove out of the ring. So that that was the first time that that ever happened. I was like, man, this guy's nuts. <laughs> and then later at another... At actually, Charlie Haas's last um, show in Ring of Honor, he went berserk. I mean, it was it's it's uh, it's well publicized. It's all over the place what happened. But the same kind of thing happened, and uh, he needed a microphone. Well, he didn't need a mic. He wanted a mic. And mm-hmm. Kevin Kelly told me to take the mics to the back. And honestly, I was in fear for my life that night. Because I was like, if that guy finds out that that I took the mic, he's going to try to kill me. Mm. <laughs> so, you know, like with Tommy, with Tommy snatching the mic or something like that, it's okay, and I just play along with it. But those couple instances there, I really wasn't sure what was going to happen. Well, yeah, especially Charlie Haas. I mean, good Lord, he's mm-hmm. big. Yeah, obviously a little nuts. crazy. But you know what? He's a, he's a good guy. He really is a good guy. A little crazy. Um, besides Jackson James, who do you think in indie wrestling today is destined for greatness? Um, obviously, I'm not a, uh, a booker or an agent or a Jim Ross where I'd sign people, but the most believable guy that I've seen, and I've worked with all, I've worked with everybody, I've worked with. I mean, you name it, I've worked with those guys. Kevin Steen, from the bottom to the top, I've worked with all those guys. I've been really fortunate. I've been really blessed. But the guy who is the most believable that I've seen, and I've worked everywhere, is John Scholar. Thank you. He's my favorite. He's my favorite worker by far. I don't know. He's if the best heel. I don't know if he. I don't know if it's because he's not six three or six four. I'm not sure what it is, but he sells better than anybody. Period. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got I got to work at WrestleMania weekend last year. I've worked in at least a dozen states in the last couple of years. I've worked around a bunch of guys, and he is the most believable performer when the bell rings to when he walks through the curtain. He is the most believable. He would be the first guy I would sign. I would at least take him to uh, NXT and give him a shot. But I would say him, um, Jackson James, everybody loves Cedric, and Cedric may get mad at me. Um, and I love Cedric, too. He's probably the best worker out there as far as the athleticism and the moves and stuff like that. But I wish he would work on, and I've told him this before, I wish he would work on his uh, his, his mic skills and make himself believable. If he if he could learn how to be believable, um like John Schuyler, and believe in himself, to make millions of dollars, millions of dollars. Um, I say that's the that's the three that pop out in my head: John Schuyler, Cedric, 
in Jackson James. You know, I mean, there's you, a you, ton of them, but there's there's a ton of them. Uh, well, actually, there's not a ton of them. Um, but John Scala, there's I, I think he should be there. I think he should at least get an opportunity. You know, well, and, his sidekick, and, uh, his, his sidekick Stephen Walters, he's down there now. Right, and they used to be tag partners, right? Right, right. I forget yeah. their gimmick, um, but you know they were. Oh, yeah. Love hate machine. That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But besides that, you know, he's a good guy outside of the ring, too, sir. Yeah, and I agree with you. And you said something that, and I was trying to remember back who it was, and Laura's going to have to to either tell me yay or nay on this. When we were talking about wrestlers and about their self-confidence and their, their, you know, belief in oneself, Laura, wasn't it mostly Camus? that talked about that, yes. about wrestlers having low self-esteem no and no confidence yeah, in themselves and could be the most incredible performer. But yep. yeah, it, it's funny that you should say that, Corky. It's, it's funny how things come back around, and they usually do on this show. So uh, amazing that you should mention that. I just, that just works something up in my mind. At any rate, unless I go on for another hour. Um, and I agree with you on the John Schuyler thing. If you look at if anybody out there watches tape or goes to uh, wrestling dot com and and you can catch a John Schuyler match, all you got to do is watch the guy's facials in the ring. You know how they talk about head up, you know toward camera side, facial expressions, so on and so he forth. He sells it all. He's, he sells He's the guy it all. you won't watch on everything. tape. So yeah, and, yeah, I, and I don't find I mean, talent either, but I should. If you uh, if anybody goes and, and, and buys a DVD and, and, and watches a John Scholar match, and if they don't agree to what I said, you can get in touch with me and I'll send them their money back. I mean, the guy's really good. Yeah, I, I agree my with favorite you. Guy in the, my favorite guy in the business is the man scout, Jake Manning. He's my favorite guy in the business. Great. <laughs> oh, because he has, a jaded, he has a jaded personality like me. I love him. <laughs> And right now he's under for life. He's he's doing something for life. <laughs> he should be booked. He should be booked. He should, he should be booked everywhere. I agree. I hear you. Now we 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 talked about the Scott Steiner thing there at, at Wrestle K, which everybody's familiar with. At least those listeners that listen to our show. What Corky? What's the craziest thing? Because you know we we see guys. You know when you walk in the ring. You know if you pay attention, you'll see a wrestler say something to you or they'll say something to a ref. What's the craziest thing a wrestler said to you before a match and who said it? I don't know. I'm sitting here smiling because there has to be a million funny things. I just can't think of anything off the top of my head. They're all, I, t- I tell you what, I can't think of one instance. Um, but, but let's say you say you haven't went back and watched Raw this week or whatever. And you mm-hmm. see, buddy, and you'll sit down tonight, and you'll be, and you'll start watching the match, and these guys, you'll see them talking, and I'm right. like, I always, used, I always used to think to myself, what is he saying to the guy? Mm-hmm. And it's it's so funny, like before the matches and stuff, like let's say myself and the referee, say Mitch is in there with me from uh, PWX, those guys will come in and say some of the most off the wall things, but they'll say it like they're uh, like they're being mad at Mitch. You better call it down the middle. But but they're not. They're saying the funniest things, 
in the most hateful way trying to make Mitch break. It's stuff like that. It's just hilarious to me. It's like, you know, they're trying to rib Mitch or something like that. But they'll right. come up to me and say the same thing. They'll, it'll look like they're saying, you better do this. But they're really saying, you look like an idiot. Your tie don't match tonight or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. So so whenever you, whenever you see those guys on WWE uh, saying things, they're always cutting up. It's always something silly. Right. Today's uh, but but I, I can't think of a specific instance, specific a specific quote or anything. Yeah, not really. Okay. Are are the fans in wrestling today, Corky? Are they too smart? I mean, is it is it getting harder to keep fans engaged? I think they're too smart for their own good. Um, I heard a guy say, not relating. The conversation, he wasn't talking about wrestling, but he said he's glad that he's not educated beyond his intelligence. And mm. I think a lot of guys, I think a lot of guys get on the internet and they read this and they read that. And honestly, everybody just wants to feel important. Everybody wants to feel a part of something and they want to feel like they know everything that's going on. And they really don't. And they just mess, they don't mess it up. They just mess it up for not only everybody else, but for mm. themselves. The wrestling formula is so simple. It's mm-hmm. a good guy versus a bad guy. You pick yep. a side. It don't matter what side right. you pick. Just pick a side. You right. pick one guy. Um, it's, just, it's the same thing with gambling in the NFL. They don't care if the Cowboys or the Redskins win. They just care that half the people uh, bet on the Cowboys and half the people bet on the Redskins because Las Vegas gets the 15% juice anyway. Right. Same thing at a, uh, same thing at a wrestling show. They could care less. They just need each guy to be engaging to get half the people pulling for the good guy, half the people pulling for the bad guy, just to get keep people to keep coming in. And we're trying to make it so hard. And um, Shane Helms, Hurricane Shane Helms' wife, laughs at me every time she sees me because I tell her, I'm like, if people knew the nonsense and the tomfoolery that went on before a wrestling show, I'm talking about leading up to 30 seconds before a wrestling show, they would never come back ever again, ever. <laughs> because it's way, we make it so complicated, and it don't have to be complicated. It's a good guy, it's a bad guy. Pick a side. That's all it is. Right. It, it, right. And we make it so, it, it, it's, we just make it so hard. And, and I know you're going to have Brian on shortly and uh, a little bit later on it. He's heard me complain about that more than one time. But it's so simple and we try to mess it up. Yeah. It makes you it makes you wonder why you need a creative writing staff of twenty three people. You know what I mean? I know. It's great. It's yeah, not it's I, not necessary, it's really not. I get it. And I and I haven't talked I haven't talked to Mitch since WrestleCade weekend, but there was a point in time during one of the matches, I think it was the John Schuyler match. And uh, Mitch was down checking a hold, and I was hollering from ringside. I heard him quit. I could hear him quit all the way from here. You know, and Mitch turned back to me and yeah. shot me this look like I was ribbing him. And I wasn't ribbing him. I was. I get into the matches. You know, and we were talking about fans being too smart. You know, a lot of people yeah. will, will say, you know, oh, Bunkhouse Bob, you're, you know, you've got an opinion, and, you know, you do this and you do that. But when I'm at matches – and Laura knows this, and we know, we haven't talked about this. She looked over and seen me clapping, cheering, hollering, booing, because that's what you do. That's what I do. 
because I want to be well, entertained, hey. and I am being entertained. You know, that, that's, right. that's the whole I've had Mitch tell me F you when I said that's two. That was only two. Or I said it was three, Mitch. And he looks over and he's like, F you. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, yeah. you you had mentioned the NFL, Corky, and I know that you're a big Carolina uh, sports enthusiast. What's the Panthers' record going to be next year? And how are the Hornets looking? Hey, here's what gets me. Cam Newton was in a wreck yesterday, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And the record and, and the record is four and ten. They've yeah. won four stinking games, or four and nine, or whatever it is. They've won four games. That's it. And everybody's all everybody's all excited about. We're not going to make the playoffs. I got news for you. If you, if seven wins get you in the playoffs, you don't need to be in the playoffs. Period. I mean, right. how can you support that garbage? I just don't right. get it. But that's just my opinion. That's my opinion. I don't get it. He can get in. He could have not been in a car wreck, and, and they still shouldn't make the playoffs. You, you've got teams that are going to have nine and ten wins, probably a couple of teams with ten wins that won't make the playoffs, and one of these bums in the NFC South will make it. They shouldn't even let mm-hmm. them in. They should charge. They should charge them to get in instead of letting them get in. So, I hear you. But see, with the, with the NFL, there's so much parity. Again, it's all about money. Um, they could care less who wins. Uh, they change the schedules around. So, you know, if if there's 16 teams that are 8 and 8, they could care less as long as they're selling merchandise and tickets. It's not mm-hmm. like it used to be. Right. It's all about money now. So, I mean, there's no telling. There's no telling. I mean, if they, if they go 6 and 10 this year, Next year they'll probably probably be nine and seven or ten and six. Then the next year they'll be seven and nine. I mean it's just back and forth. It's crazy. Right. But as far as the Hornets go, man, um, I think they I think they're missing one guy. They're missing a you know twenty two point. They're missing a, a a superstar, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have a lot of pieces, man. I don't know if you watch NBA basketball, but they have a ton of pieces. They just don't have a leader yet. And I've always, you know, I said at the beginning of the season, if they can hang around 500 till through December, they have a shot of making the playoffs. Uh, they have guys that can play. Kimball Walker is as quick as anybody in the NBA, anybody. I mean, I've seen him break many people's ankles with his crossover uh, this year. He's really good. You know, Big Al is Big Al. He's going to drop 20 points a game, get 10 boards a game. Um, he's really good. Other than that, man, everybody's pretty much the same. Lance Stevenson. He needs to go see a shrink. I mean, he has all the ability in the world, but he don't believe in himself, man. It's like I, I, we have seats behind the Hornets bench, and uh, Michael Jordan's out there at all the games. And Lance will do something crazy, and Jordan will start shaking his head like, come on, man, you can do it. But for some reason, he just don't believe in himself. Maybe he has a lot of pressure. You know, he's got I don't know how many millions they paid him, but it was a ton of money. Um, but honestly, they've got the tools to uh, make it to the playoffs. They just, I don't believe they've jailed as a team yet. But they'll get there. Yeah, eventually. Corky, what uh, what events do you got coming up that if uh, people are coming out to uh, to wrestling or MMA or, or Monster Jam, where are you going to be at so they can see you and say hello? Well, I took the, uh, I just did my last events of the year last week, and I had to take some time off. I've been way too busy. 
Um, I'm waiting on my Monster Jam schedule. Um, I should have it this week. If you would like, when I get it, I can uh, email it to you or whatever. You can post it up to the guys. You know, that's going to be a different city every week. It may be uh, Charlotte this week. It may be Anaheim next week. It may be Mm -hmm. Houston, Texas the next week. So, I mean, it's a really big deal, a great opportunity to have that going on. Uh, In January, Fight Lab will be at the Grady Cole Center. I'm going to be a part of that. I just got booked this past weekend for uh, WrestleCon out WrestleMania weekend in San Jose, California. So I'm excited for that. Um, I was out there last. I was in Louisiana last year for it, and they booked me to uh, go back out this year. So we'll be in California. But other than that, let's see. Uh, USFFC. That's a local MMA company. It's going to be in Greenville, South Carolina, in April. Um, but I'm all over the place, man. University of North Carolina at Charlotte for the athletic department, so I've got way too much. It's, that's why I need some time off. I'm going to take a couple of weeks off and regroup and start back over. Now, if people want to follow you on social media and see where you're at and what you're up to, how can they do that? It's real easy. Corky Frank, C-O-R-K-Y-F-R-A-N-K-S. It's on everything, social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, I really don't do it a lot. It's just uh, it's something I need to do more, um, but it's fun. You know, once you, I guess it's like eating cookies. Once you eat one, you won't you won't stop until you eat the whole batch. So that's why I try to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. And the last thing that we ask all of our guests to do, Corky, if you would be so kind, if because you are the ring announcer extraordinaire, if you could record a bump for us and to say something like, this is Corky Franks and you're listening to live from the Armory Wrestling Show, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, you tell me whenever. You can go whenever you'd like, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, the following bout is scheduled for one fall and is live from the Armory. Very cool. Very cool. Awesome. And if Corky. that don't work, uh, if that don't work, I'll get back in touch with you, and we can do something better. Absolutely, absolutely. Corky, thank you very much for being with us tonight and taking time out and just hanging out and talking. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. Hey, thank you guys so much for having me on. It was an honor. I really appreciate it. If I can ever do anything for you guys, uh, let me know if I can come on or, or put you over or get you in touch with somebody, a guest or whatever, and I can help you out, I'll be glad to do so. You guys support all of us. So we, in turn, love to support you guys. Well, thank you, Corky. That's great. Thank you so much, Corky, man. You take it easy and have all a good night, all right, brother? All right. Take care. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you. And there goes Corky. How cool. Man, what a great guy. What a great guy. Yeah. Awesome dude. Awesome dude. We got to... Uh, you get to hang out with him every month when he's around PWX, and uh, yeah, got to hang out with him uh, a little bit there at the uh, the Marriott Marriott God I can't talk Laura Marriott Restaurant and Lounge in beautiful right. downtown Winston Salem, North Carolina. He's, uh, we were all hanging out uh, in the lounge area, talking and, and meeting people, and and saw Mitch and. Uh, turned and, and saw Corky and said, hey, Corky, and he said, come here, you know, and got to talk to him for a few minutes and then uh, got to uh, walked up to him uh, before the matches started at WrestleCade and just walked over to him and said, man, I hope you have a, hope you have a good show. And he 
jump right up, hey, Bob, you know, gave me a hug, good to see you, you know, glad you're here, and, you know, really cool guy, really cool guy. Oh, yeah, um, you know, and I've seen a lot of tweets that we've had here, it's like, you know, um, it's incredible how um, knowledgeable he is, and I had no clue he'd only been in the business three years. No, if you if you see him at a show, you know, and like he said, doesn't work off of cue cards, spot on, you know, and, and obviously, folks, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. The ring announcer's tool is his voice and his presentation or her voice or her presentation, and he's spot on. He's spot on, you know. So unlike the ring announcer that I heard this past weekend, whom was brought in at the last minute, who probably needs a little more practice. So that's another story, though. Uh, oh, really Lord, cool. Bob. Yeah, yeah, I know. Re- really cool to uh, really cool to uh, to hear Corky. I thought it was interesting how he talked about uh, lack of self confidence. I knew we had heard that from somebody before, and when they said it. And, I, and I'm 99% sure it's, it was Mosi Kamu who said it. I'm 99% sure yeah, of that. It, it, it was. It was Mosi who said that, you know, um, you know, wrestlers just don't. Um, it, it's funny because you would think they would have all this swagger right. about them, you know, because right. they've got to put it on. Um, right. But, you know, Ric Flair talks about how he was losing his confidence. Rick Flair, you know? Yeah. At the end of WCW. So I guess it just goes to show that anybody can, you know, get out there and put on a good show, but really when it comes down to it, they may not be that person that you think they are. Well when he when when Mosi had said it, I mean when we talked about it, at first I was like, hey, what in the hell is this guy talking about? It doesn't right. make any sense. You know, now See how everything ties together, folks? It might be within a matter of moments, or it may be within a matter of months. But things always tie back together here at the show. So I want to thank, uh, thank Corky for, uh, for being on for sure. Um, I'm going to take a break, and I know that you've got a couple of cards that you wanted to talk about. Um, sure do. I'm just looking through... Uh, right now, we'll talk about SWA. Um, they have a show coming up this Saturday um, at the Forest City National Guard Armory in Forest City, North Kakalaki. There's going to be a cage match, folks. It's going to be the heavyweight champion, James Drake, taking on the former champion, Mr. Rob Kiljoy. Uh, both have been on the show. It's going to be a bloodbath, folks, um, not for the weak of heart. Um, also, the Carolina champ, uh, Mr. Joshua Cutshaw, uh, who's been on the show as well, is going to be taking on Tracer X. Uh, Ryan Hunter and Dirty are going to be taking on the Judgment Knights. All tickets are $6. Doors open at 7 Show starts at 8 uh, SWA puts on a great promotion, so I know you guys are not going to want to miss that. Also, I want to talk about our good folks at Milestone uh, Wrestling. Uh, they're going to return to the Hickory National Guard Armory 
this Saturday. Door opens at 7. Bell time is at 8. Tickets are 8 at the door. And this is one of their, I don't want to say better, but this is a pretty good card. Um, I hate that I'm not going to be able to go down and see this because this is like incredible. Um, Terry Houston is going to defend the Smash Mouth Championship against Mike Levy. Uh, Tennessee Pride, Tristan Ramsey, and Matt Raby are going to be taking on uh, the Statutory Kings, uh, who are uh, Justin Fireball and Zane Riley, and, and Tennessee Pride is going to put, on, going to put up the uh, milestone tag titles. Um, Colt 45, who is the smallest guy on the uh, roster. Uh, he weighs 145 pounds. Uh, he's going to take on uh, Dangerous Donnie, who's the biggest guy on the roster, weighing in at 450 pounds. Good Rusty Lord. Rodriguez is going to take on um, Maniac Mondo. So, um, yeah, uh, that's going to be a pretty stacked show. I might have to find my way down to Hickory Saturday night. Just saying. Just saying. On the road again. That's right. That's right. All right. Now, uh, the thing I, I wanted to share with everybody right before we bring uh, PWX owner Brian on, Brian K, because I, I always mispronounce his last name, even though I've been talking to him for a year. Some I days think it's, it's Canabrowski. Can- well, some days it's Canabrowski. Other days it's Canabrowski. Some days it's Canabrowski. Some days it's right. just Brian. Other days it's Brian K, K-Fed, KB, BK, you know. At any rate... <laughs> Um, went to uh, NWA Bayou Independent Promotion this past weekend, uh, like I had said at the top of the show. A couple things that uh, that I found, uh, the wrestlers were, were great, as always. The wrestling action itself was, was great. crowd was a little bit smaller. They had another event going on here in town. They had the annual Christmas parade and fireworks downtown, which kind of had a little bit smaller crowd. Uh, the ring announcer was not the normal ring announcer. He was a guy that I actually saw at a previous show that played. They had a live band that played during the intermission. The band rocked. Um, but he was just out of his element as a ring announcer, and a couple of guys made it more than obvious to him, apparent, that he was not up on top of his game because he announced, like, you know, coming to the ring now, Steve Anthony. Steve Anthony comes into the ring, grabs the microphone, and says, this is obviously your first time. My name is the exclamation point, Steve Anthony. You know, forgetting guys' gimmicks and, you know, that kind of stuff. I had the opportunity to talk to the promoter, Josh Newell, who recently uh, was transferred to South Louisiana, about three hours away from where I live. I have been told that, NWA Bayou will be back in my hometown, but nobody can tell me when. They are going hmm. to try to go to a couple of other towns that they haven't normally been in, Saline, Louisiana. There's talk of them going into Arkansas, and they're already doing shows in Brookhaven. And I told Josh, the other past two shows that I've been at were packed. And I'm like, you know, this area needs wrestling. And it would be a real shame if you didn't continue to promote in this area or run this promotion in this area because there are a lot of talented guys that take their time to come into town and wrestle. 
whether it's Tim Storm, Steve Anthony, Andy Dalton. I've seen Houston Carson wrestle there. Bunches of guys and gals. So, Josh, if you're listening to the program tonight, I would implore you, please do not take wrestling out of this area. This area needs wrestling. So, that's my big plea. Without any further ado, we're going to bring on somebody that knows a little bit about wrestling and a little bit about promotions and a little bit about successful promotions. Brian is with us. Hey, Bob. Hey, Laura. How are you all? Hey, <laughs> We're Brian. good, man. <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm not even going to pronounce it for you, Bob. I'm just going to make you work on that. To do what? <laughs> I said I'm not even going to pronounce the last name. I'm just going to let you keep pondering over that one. I'm, just going, to go with Brian. I'm just going to go with Brian. Everybody yeah, else can call you Mr. K. It's Brian to me. That's that's oh, fine, Bob. It's always always a pleasure. Uh, yeah, one of those short Yankee Pollock last names. It, it, however people want to pronounce it, I'll answer to it. I hear you, folks. <laughs> I hear you, folks. And, folks, if you missed it, our studio number is 213-816-1605, owner of PWX Wrestling, Brian Canabroski is with us this evening. Brian, I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule. I know that you are an extremely busy guy. Thank you very much for uh, for taking time out and being with us tonight. Not a problem. Always a pleasure. Um, appreciate everything y'all do for PWX and, and getting us out there and letting the world know about us a little bit more every single week. Uh, and every single time you guys get a chance to talk about us, put a smile on my face, and I greatly appreciate it. Not a problem, sir. Not a problem. How have you been? Have you, uh, have you recouped from the... PWX iPay per view weekend. What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. Have you have you gotten stronger? Have you gotten your strength back? Got my strength back. Got my pep back in my step. Uh, I hope everybody feels the same way. Uh, I know the locker room is uh, very much encouraged. Um, the turnout at Diggies was uh, encouraging. Uh, we hope to be back as soon as possible. Uh, also, want to uh, let everybody know that. And thank everybody for going to highspots.com and purchasing the iPay-Per-View. It was our biggest uh, iPay-Per-View buy uh, in actually a year and a half since my ownership. So I definitely want to thank everybody for that and appreciate awesome. everybody for spe- for spending their well, well-hard-earned dollars and uh, taking care of the High Spots crew on uh, the PWX behalf. We definitely appreciate it. Not a, that's, that's great news. That is great news. Tell me... Uh, because I, I didn't have a chance to talk to you a whole lot during the show. I got to talk to you a little bit after the show, and I wanted and I, and I had said this uh, publicly right after I got back home. I wanted to thank you. I wanted to thank Ariel. Very nice. Uh, treated me very well. Uh, all the people, all the staff at Ziggy's, uh, the people at High Spots, the PWX staff, all the wrestlers, all the talent. Thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, how, what were your thoughts on the uh, the Queens of Combat show? I know I know that you were there. I don't know how much of it you got to see, and how did you feel that the uh, the, that the eye pay per view went? Did do you think that everything went the way that you wanted it to go? Absolutely, uh, I was very happy um, with how everything went down. Some crazy uh, some crazy matches. The crowd was into it. Um, was definitely encouraged 
and uh, and proud of everybody. Uh, everybody uh, at PWX, the entire PWX family, from ring crew set up to Ariel at the door, uh, all the uh, support we got from Ziggy's and High Spots, just a phenomenal, phenomenal day from top to bottom. Uh, it was fun. Got a chance to talk to Mickey James, meet her little man, and uh, just absolutely fun. Enjoyed it. Um, that's the whole key for us is having fun, putting on a great show, entertaining everybody, uh, and making sure everybody leaves uh, with a smile on their face um, and, and, and glad that they made it out to the show. Now, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something, be, and, and, and nobody knows this. Laura doesn't know this. Brian doesn't know this. But I was standing there before we were getting ready to leave, and I was I was talking with Brian right before we snapped the picture of the infamous middle finger that isn't a middle finger. And a lady walked <laughs> up to you. A lady walked up to you. This, this, is, this is no bullshit. Okay, I'm telling the listeners straight up, this is no bullshit. A lady walked up to you and said that they had went to WrestleCade. They drove from Virginia. And their daughter yep. had convinced them to stay and get tickets for the PWX show. That that that's true. Yep. And it true. was it was very very cool just to stand back. You know, I took a step back and just listened to this lady talk. Had never been to a PWX show. And again, folks, and I know we get a lot of grief. Laura gets a lot of grief, and I get a lot of grief. You know, people think you know. PWX is, you know, they're, they're paying live from the Army show because they have a lot of talent on them. Blah, blah, blah. No, there's nothing like that. No bullshit. A lady from Virginia walked up and said that it was the most exciting wrestling show that she had been to in quite some time. Am I lying, Brian? Not at all. Not at all on any account. Um, yeah, I hear the same thing uh, every once in a while. Go, well, how much are you paying Bob or How much are you paying Bob or Not a dollar. I'm a kid, not a dollar. True story. Nope, no money has no. changed hands, people. I'm living nope. proof of that. So is Laura. <laughs> I go every month. Yeah. At any rate. And everybody knows you're not Laura, and you're part of the PWX family, and you're part of Dangerous Alliance. And we appreciate right. everybody coming out. Now, one of the things that, that I had caught during the show, and I wanted to ask you about this, Trevor Lee had came in and wrestled for Corey Hollis because Mr. Hollis was injured. And when he came out to the ring, he made some interesting comments in a PWX ring about CWF Mid-Atlantic. Do you have a response to anything that Mr. Lee may have said? Um, The best response I would have would be we work closely with everybody in the state. The promotions that put forth that extra effort in putting on great events are the ones we talk to. Um, Trevor is a CWF guy who occasionally works for PWX. I think everybody in North Carolina knows that. His home promotion is CWF. Um, Brad Stutz is now doing commentary. Uh, when we can get them, uh, and we don't have conflicting dates. He does commentary for us at PWX. They're both professionals, and they both do an excellent job in their roles. 
I will continue to use Trevor because there's a demand for Trevor in a PWX ring. So if Trevor has some words that some people may have conflicts with, then those are just some words. There's no feelings towards Trevor Lee at all. Um, I may give him a couple more tougher matches because of it, but hey, he can he can handle those tougher matches. Well, you're pretty diplomatic in the way that you're saying it, and I don't have to be so diplomatic because I'm the co-host of the show. I mean, it takes some pretty big balls to come into the PWX ring and tell everybody in front of a live iPay-Per-View audience that CWF Mid-Atlantic is better than PWX. It takes a big set of balls yeah, to do that. Lee. Well, Absolutely. I mean, you that's heard it, I heard it, but the entire know. world heard it. Correct. I mean, but you got you got to know uh, Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee is no old bard. He will. There is no filter on Trevor Lee. Nope. I can't put a filter on Trevor Lee. Um, if Trevor wants to put over CWF, if he feels that that was necessary, then that's Trevor. Um, do I disagree with it? Yeah. Is it, is it a little disrespectful? Yeah. Um, can it be forgiven? Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, when the, when someone moves from one promotion to another and works for another promotion, absolutely, there's probably some feelings. Trevor probably had every right to feel that he wasn't being used in PWX enough. Well, so that's once again, where that came from a little bit. Right. Well, though, once again, you're the you're the you're the diplomat here, and I understand that. I, I I have a bigger problem with it than I guess anybody else. So, you know, I, I would be very interested to see your response and upper management's response in some of the matches that he may or may not be a participant in in the future in PWX. That's all I'm saying. I just I, I thought it I thought it was shallow. I thought it. I thought it was very, very uncool for somebody to come in knowing that they're on a live eye pay per view, you know, and say what they said. But that's that's me. I'm allowed to do that because I'm the co host of the show and this is live from the Armory Wrestling Show. So, you know, any time that Mr. Lee would like to call in and 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 have some type of rebuttal for it, he's more than welcome to do that. But at any rate, we'll we'll carry on. I know that Laura's got some questions for you, Brian. Well, Absolutely. before I ask my Ask my question. I have seen Trevor Lee at another, at two other promotions. I saw him at Chikara and at um, NWA Smoky Mountain. And at NWA Smoky Mountain, he proceeded to show me his underwear. So yes, Trevor Lee is quite a different sort of fellow. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, Brian, what is what has been the best moment in PWX in 2014 for you? Wow. Great question, Laura. Um, Probably one of the best moments. I would say uh, High Point, this is it. I think that's when uh, we finally got that boost or that that tap back in our step a little bit. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. The surprise return of your BFF was a nice moment. Uh, but we've had so many. Uh, this year it's been crazy. I mean, you look at just 2014 alone, 900-plus um, people in Ziggy's for 
AJ Styles versus Cedric. I mean, Raptors, that show. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, you look at just the the craziness we've had this year has been unbelievable. I mean, and straight shoot, um, this year has been rather difficult for myself and my family, personally, um, dealing with PWX. Um, and as Corey Howes pointed out, um, there is a little bit more money back in the bank for PWX because I've moved my family, uh, just like um, Mr. Van Wheeler down in Atlanta has moved itself around to be better prepared uh, for AWE. Um, we've moved twice, literally, in the year. Um, to try and better position myself to handle PWX in multiple shots and double shots. And uh, we moved halfway across the state. Now we're moving back and forth, uh, back to our home base of Charlotte and getting back uh, in the groove again, I guess would be the best way to put it. We took ourselves off the TV, um, mainly for financial reasons, but it also helped us tremendously at the gate. Um, the TV was not helping us. Yes, it got us out there. Yes, we had a phenomenal production um, that I'm very proud of and very proud of the year that uh, we had um, and all the episodes that we put out. But at the same time, we've turned a corner now to where the future only looks brighter for us. I've got a very strong team with me that... Uh, from the locker room to the production crew to the ring to all the help from high spots. We have a very lofty goal in front of us, and that goal is, A, for as many workers to graduate. When I say graduate, to make it to the Fed, make it to ROH. Uh, I think we're making very strong strides in that. Um, But I also think that... uh, more people will come to know PWX in 2015, definitely. Well, I, I certainly hope so. Um, you know, we spoke with you in January. You were you were our very first guest, and uh, you helped to put us on the map a, a great deal in getting other PWX stars on the show, which helped us build the reputation that we have. And I just want to say... Thank you very much for always being very helpful and considerate wherever if we if we've needed help if you know with anything you've always been there and I just want to say thank you very much Brian and wanted to ask you is PWX in the place now in December that you hoped it would be when we spoke to you in January almost um Almost. I really wish that we uh, were even bigger than where we're at now. I have very lofty goals. Um, mm-hmm. I want to be the best in what I do. Uh, I think that we uh, give a great value for the dollar in the state of North Carolina. I think there's a lot more room for us throughout the state and also down in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And from there, we'll see what happens. The best quote of the day that I've seen or recently has been uh, 
one that was an old quote from Abdul of Butcher's shoot interview where he said that there's a resurgence in the territories coming. I'm looking forward to that because it's just out of grasp for us. Right. When I say for us, I mean everybody in every promotion in the state of North Carolina. And if people want to look at it as it's too lofty of a goal, I really don't think it is. I think that if the stronger promotions gain steam, help from, help from each other, and what works in a specific area where they can help each other, then that is that much better for the business. I totally agree. I, North Carolina really is a hotbed of indie wrestling right now. I don't think anyone can make an argument against that. I think it is probably the hotbed for indie wrestling right now because you can't swing a dead cat on the weekends without hitting a wrestling show. Um, I wanted to ask you, Brian, I, I, <laughs> I've seen this on Facebook many times, and I want to know, what is the Tommy Thomas like as a house guest? As a matter of fact, Laura, I actually stopped at Tommy's on the way back from work, and I'm doing this interview from Tommy's place. He oh thinks, hey, well, Tommy. Good lord. He's in. He's in a lot. He's in a lot of pain. Oh. The doctor. The specialist we went to has him on some really good pain meds, so you're going to have to forgive his outburst. So he's been... Oh, I hear him chattering. And that's different any other day than, than his outbreak, outburst, you know. <laughs> I can't imagine him hopped up on pain too. <laughs> oh. It is a uh, funny... Funny occurrence, but that's Tommy Thomas, so it's par for the course. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Brian, do you feel like uh, taking a phone call? Absolutely. Let's see who we got here. 443, you're on with Live from the Armory Wrestling Show and PWX owner Brian K. What's going on, guys? Uh, How you doing? True. What's going on, Bob? Hey, What's going on? We- I'm listening in, doing? just listening and uh, supporting. Um, just, I'm just interested to hear what's, what's going to happen with you know PWX in 2015 myself. So, uh, hi Laura, I haven't talked to you in a while. I owe you, but how are you? Oh, whatever. <laughs> you don't owe I'm me back. Anything. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm back, baby. I'm back now. I'm back now. I'm out of retirement. This is 2015. <laughs> I'm out of retirement you, you now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. people want to get it. Mr. Baltimore, what's happening, though? What's going on? It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, no, I'm just, I was just calling in, um, you know, just to listen in and, and, and show support. I, I've been I've been paying attention to everything and and um, been, been been trying to get trying to get back down back down to the Carolina um, just to see it, man. I I, I I still tell everybody to this day. If you want to find good, you know, see good wrestling, um, PWX is the place place to go, always. Um, I I saw you know the Michael Elgin thing, and I heard I heard how everything went, and uh, what doesn't kill you make you stronger, and I heard about taking by force too. So I'm I'm just excited to see where everything goes from here. 
Absolutely. Uh, 2015, uh, I put out a little something on Facebook uh, through the social media department, and they uh, it's been uh, I did it yesterday where it is a uh, let your voice be heard. Uh, PWX wants to hear from the fans. Uh, we basically have been reading through all the uh, comments on Facebook, and I'm one step ahead of just about everybody, which is good in wrestling business to be that one step ahead. But I definitely want to say this. Um, for those of you that are listening and posted on the PWX Wrestling uh, Facebook page, the people you want to see in PWX in 2015, 80% of that list is already in my phone. So we are on, pay, on par to put a lot of those names on a PWX poster in 2015. Very cool. That's very cool. That's good news. That is good news. Hey, True. Yeah. Quick question, brother. How's the How's the album doing? Uh, album's doing good, man. Um, album's doing good. I, I'm trying to, you know, reach a reach a different demographic. I'm already working on album six. Um, I'm already working on like three different projects at the same time right now. So, like, I kind of stepped back from doing like the radio stuff for a little bit so I could focus on the music. But um, like I said 2015. I'm out of retirement, so. You'll, well, I'll, be, if, I'll be seeing I'll be seeing Laura. I'm pretty sure. Uh, are you going to WrestleMania? Anybody on this on this conversation right now going to WrestleMania 31? Uh, yes. I was, but my plans have fallen through. Sorry about that. Sorry. Callie's just a little too far off for me, man. Yeah. And I'm going to respond with WrestleCon is a definite. WrestleCon is a definite, and I'll let. And I'll let everyone else read between the lines on that one. <laughs> oh, uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is it? I, I, I see Brewski ain't stopped with them damn cryptic statements. As well, always. That's never. Can't that's never I, can't, I can't give it all out for free. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's, called, it's called dangling the carrot in front of the horse. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. That's exactly right. All right, true. I appreciate you calling. They're very expensive. That's true. True. I appreciate you calling in, brother. And if you ever need any song material, a good title for a song, "Ode to Bunkhouse Bob," will sell. Number one with the you know the on. iTunes chart. That's the first. That's the first single on the sixth album. Now you, I, I appreciate it, man. I'm, I'm making that the first single. Make sure. Make sure you play it on the show. Make sure you play it. I got it, boss. I got it, boss. All right, man. Thank you, brother. No problem. All right. Now you've already given us, Brian, a little of these little bit of these carrots, and you, you've already told us a little bit. There, there were there were some people. Uh, I looked at I looked at some of those posts. I looked at some of those posts, and I'm just going. I'm going to throw some names out there at you that, that I know that from from what I saw. Okay. I will straight shoot you on if we're talking or not. Okay. All right. World's cutest tag team. Yes, definitely. We 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 just we just we just put that one together, but they will be back. Okay. Woo-hoo! Another one, another one that I saw, uh, and I, I I don't know I don't know if it was actually posted on the site or not. Um, was Crazy Mary Dobson? I was very impressed by her. 
absolutely. Um, would like to bring her back. Mm-hmm. And put her Any in possible. the next ring. Any possibility of bringing Jessica Havoc back in? Possibly. The hard part with that is her contractual agreement with TNA, mm-hmm. as well as what happened with um, the Wolves and the block that TNA put on certain people being in a PWX ring and kind right. of killing our steam a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. That hurt. So it is very difficult for me to work with uh a lot of the TNA guys, if they are under a particular type of contract. Mm-hmm. AJ Styles. Uh, we'll be back. Luke I Hawks. Know. What's that? Luke Hawks. Have not talked to Luke in a while, but definitely will uh, work on that. I know he's your boy, but at the same time, the logistics Really. I understand. I, I understand. Ba- I got Tommy. Ye- I got Tommy yelling me backstories in the background. Ah, Tommy, he's tell him to rest. Tell him to elevate the arm. We're going to take another call. Okay. Seven oh four. You're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show. I'm Brian K. Seven oh four. And they are not there. Well, you know who I would like to see? I would like to see Red Dragon versus Worst Case Scenario. (laughs) I heard that. I wouldn't be like you. Oh, Lord. Uh, If contractually it is possible with Ring of Honor, we will try and put that together. I've already told worst-case scenario that, well, let me get into what I put out to the boys and the girls in the back. Last year, Cedric had his dream match series. This year, for our core roster, as you can already kind of tell, I gave Joe Black an early start with AR Fox. I am trying to put together for everybody on the roster a feature match where they are featured, either main or semi-main, or just a nice match where they have, hey, who do you want to work in 2015? That's out in the locker room right now. Mm-hmm. All the boys and girls know that in 2015, they will someone they will get to work someone of their choice, or they've got to give me three choices, but they've got to work someone in those top three in 2015. Mm-hmm. Were there so any Red surprise Dragon names? Worst case scenario choice. What's that? Were there were there any surprise names, Brian, that came out from a uh, from that list that you were even surprised with? Um, not really. I mean, a lot of these guys are known in the indie scene slash Ring of Honor. So most mm-hmm. of the names I knew or was already working on bringing in anyway. So it's just a matter of the guys, you know, stepping up like Corky said and wanting to be on that level and say, no, this is the match I want. Now, talking about stepping up, like what what Corky had had talked about during his interview, is there a match right now with anybody in the current core roster within PWX that you know is going to have to be made because the fans are demanding it? 
Yes. Can you tell that us what that be, match is? Uh, eventually, um, they're going to come to a head. Is probably going to be someone you mentioned, Mr. Skyler, um, wants a shot at whoever the PWX heavyweight champion is. Okay. I, I can that I match, can I can see match, why. Uh, he, he wants that match. He wants it. He earned it. He is a franchise player for PWX. I said this in a post that I put out right after I came back from PWX about everything, you know, about about the people that I that I had saw. And I only mentioned a few people, not out of you know any particular reason, but just other than the fact that it was the first opportunity that I actually had to see them work live. You know, I've watched a lot of tape on different people that are in PWX. Billy Brash, I believe, is going to be a breakout star in 2015. Do you agree or disagree? Absolutely agree. I said Billy that. Billy Brash, depending on how long I have him, he's absolutely on there. The problem I'm running into in 2015 is I know I'm going to lose some people. Well, that's, Which is a good thing. Yeah. But at the same time, hopefully I don't lose them too fast. Well, and that, that leads me into the second person. Uh, because I told everybody, Laura told everybody, we told everybody months ago that the hype was real. Tessa Blanchard. The hype is real. Absolutely, the hype is real. The other person uh, that I had mentioned was Jackson James. Probably uh, one of the, the guy that I said should have a contract already waiting for him. On all accounts, you are correct. Is about the only way I can answer that. And then the last person, then the last person that I said, and and this was the God's honest truth, after watching his match, John Schuyler is the best pure athlete, best pure athlete, the best all-around guy that I've seen wrestle in a long, long time. You know, a lot of times we talk about the quote-unquote it factor. John Schuyler is the it factor for PWX. He's got it. Absolutely. What, I don't know if you can hear Tom say? in the background, though. Yeah, and he's a Tom Thomas guy. Yeah, he's a Tom Thomas guy. guy. <laughs> he's he's going to claim as many people as he can. You know that, right? It would be the, the six degrees of Tommy Thomas. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Excuse me. There's uh, something else that's going on, and I'm a little bit pissed at you. I've I, I got to be honest about it. Right after I came oh. back, there was some, some type of announcement that was made that PWX is looking for people to work slash and or help with the promotion. I don't Correct. know... I don't know, first of all, why I wasn't extended an offer to become the 
Senior Vice President of Talent Relations for PWX. And I don't understand why. Wow, Bob. I don't understand why. Yeah, no, right? I don't understand why my 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 application hasn't been emailed to me. I mean, you know. It's after just like all, Corky Brian, said, if you want a job, Bob, you just don't expect Bank of America to come to your door. You got to go to Brian. Correct. You got to you got to get in. You got to get in the car, show up, and pay your dues like everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, being the wrestling genius, being the wrestling genius that I am. Those dues have been paid a long time ago, and I'm not looking to work for oh, Bank of Jesus. America. Sorry, Corky. Jesus. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about this deal, Brian. Which deal? The uh, looking for people to help. Oh, okay. Um, from production to promotion to cashiers, um, we will be expanding in 2015. Um, I got the okay from the wife that she gets to pick where we live, and I get to pick 15 more dates. Okay? I'm going to put that out there right now so everybody knows. That's on top of our monthly. So i got to try and get all these extra dates in. Um, we are going to be working on – I'm going to let a little bit of more information out here. We are going to be working on a sub-promotion part of PWX, I'm not going to get into too much detail on it, but um, for those workers who want to be in PWX, we're going to have a little bit more of a pure wrestling show, uh, a little less storyline, and a lot more action-packed wrestling. So I'll fill the rest of the details in later, but um, we're going to be going. We're trying to find a permanent home that would be would be a PWX arena. I'm working on that. Actually, I've been working on that past two days, um, trying to find the space to have a permanent home in North Carolina, specifically to run there. And I'm not going to let anyone down across the state, as well as running our various towns that we already currently run: High Point, Thomasville, Winston, Hickory. Uh, we want to get over to Raleigh because it's been demanded so much that we've got to get over to Raleigh, um, mm-hmm. as well as the South Carolina spots. Um, I am working with a couple of promoters down in South Carolina to try and put together something uh, that we can bring PWX into South Carolina. Right. Hold on here, boss. It looks like we've got another phone call. You're a popular man tonight. Let's see who this is. 704, you're on with Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. and Brian Kay. Uh, I just want to say, right now, you're trying to take my job, Bob. What, what's up with that? Senior Vice <laughs> Tommy, President please. of Talent Relations? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tommy, please please tell me that you are not sitting like five feet away from Brian on the couch calling into this show. No, no, I walked outside to smoke a cigarette. He's sitting inside talking to you guys. Oh, my God. Yeah, what? yeah, I'm what a little you? upset you're... You're coming out to the spot. We've got all this great talent. I don't think you can handle them. Look at how you downplayed the greatness of Tessa Blanchard, who, by the way, could be on WWE TV at any moment, but do you know what she wants to do? She doesn't want to be treated like one of those divas. She wants to be respected as a real wrestler, not a women's wrestler, not a diva, but as a real wrestler. So, of course, she wants to go on the indie scene and cut her teeth there before she goes to the WWE first. 
Hey, NFL, let me start for quarterback for you tomorrow. No, it doesn't work like that. And John Schuyler, you are 100% right on. John Schuyler is the best pure athlete right now that not only PWS but the whole independent scene has on it, period. Brian has been the smartest person in the room because he is letting these guys work for one of the bigger companies in the Southeast, if not the biggest company in the Southeast. Brian's a lot smarter than he's letting you guys want to know. He's kind of a genius. I, 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 you know, geniuses recognize one another, and that's why I always include you in, in most of the conversations that I'm involved with. I always mention your oh, name. Lord. I drop your name. And, and here's the thing, Tommy, and you know from listening to this show that my track record is clear. It's crystal clear. When I say someone's name on this program, their stock rises. And that's not just the truth. That's the gospel truth. With the exception of the Tommy Thomas. But it's not about me. It's about worst case. It's about Tessa. It's about John Schuyler. And as much as I've never represented him, and I would genuinely love to, he's just too nice right now. And I think he could show a little bit of an aggressive side. But Jackson James is another one. Well, you know what? I think that there's a golden opportunity that I will have to talk to you about in private involving Mr. Jackson James. But I've got to get back to the act. getting this message. I've got to get back to <laughs> yeah. the actual yeah. guest of the show. Okay, I've got to get back to the actual. I just want to say, if you're going to mention my client's name, at least talk about how great they are and not just how good they are. Uh, thank you, Tom. Exactly. And now remember, Brian's the smartest you... man in the room. Don't let him fool you. Yes, now go back inside <laughs> before you catch cold. I will. I will. Goodbye. Bye, Tommy. Goodness gracious. Can you believe that stuff? Tommy Thomas walking outside to call into the program. (laughs) All right. Okay. Now that we're we're done with that. So we've got PWX not only being an innovator, but a groundbreaker, promising more dates, big names, big matches. Basically, we're talking about stuff that, that we already know, at least the listeners of our show know because we've been high on PWX for almost a year now. And like Laura had said, we certainly appreciate all the support that you, all of the talent of PWX have shown us. We greatly appreciate it, and uh, and, and Laura said it as well. I think because of you and because of some of the people that we were able to have get on this show that realized that we weren't just, you know, two people that were going to ask weird, stupid questions, you know, and get on here and goo-goo and gaga over them and actually ask some things of relevance, it helped uh, put our show over. So for that, we thank you very much. Not a problem. I'm glad I, I'm glad I could help any time. Now, we need to have you give your best lawyer's pitch for the next PWX event. Oh, the next event. Um, let me give you a yeah. rough idea on the next two events. So okay. if I said hashtag super kick party, <gasps> hashtag super kick party. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, 2015. I'm not playing anymore. Okay, I I'm, I've been cutting my teeth. 
I've been cutting my teeth since July of 2013, and I'm not playing anymore, okay? One thing that's a benefit to us, by not running TV, I don't have to run triples, okay? But I will say this, there will be doubles, there will be multiple weekends, and there will be super kid parties. Oh, my God. I will, I'm there. I'm there. Okay. And that's just uh, just the tease, a little bit closer carrot to the horse. Okay. Very cool. Um, to, uh, June 2015 is X-16. I'll get into more details uh, in January on that. You'll see a little bit more information on that coming out. Um, that'll be a big event for us. Uh, for everybody that's asking, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a, a little bit more. Um, let me just go through the list here real quick. Um, I mean, to give you an idea, a lot of the matches that people have asked for are already in the works. Um, we're just trying to make schedules match up with Juicy Products. Um, oh, my. I mean, let's see what else we got. Um I'm sorry I'm not more prepared. And I'm just going through some of these names and I mean a lot of a lot of what everybody mentioned uh already in the works. Uh Drew Gulak already in the works. Um, I mean I'm trying to be one step ahead of everybody. Um and just to make sure I was on the right page, I might as well ask. Is about the best way that I can put it. So, I mean, uh as far as um my view on PWX in 2015, I cut my teeth um, for over a year and a half. Um, hopefully I'm earning my respect a little bit more from the boys. Hopefully I'm earning my respect a little bit more from the ministry um, and my role as a uh, promoter of one of the, what I consider one of the best uh, in promotions in the United States right now. Um, we've had our stumbling blocks. I will admit that. I always have. Um, but the key for us is PWX, we look at it a little bit differently. If I give the boys a little bit more uh, flexibility and room, they always step up. Everybody always steps up. When they are asked um, to perform um, to the highest of their abilities, they do every single show, every single time, every single match. And that is the goal for 2015 is to take that as far as we can take it to make sure that the name PWX is synonymous with the best wrestling that the Southeast has to offer. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you this much, and Laura knows this true, and this isn't down in our notes anywhere. Wrestlers that we have come onto this program that are not involved with PWX or don't normally wrestle for PWX no matter what area of the country of the end, if they're out of the Georgia area or the Florida area, Las Vegas, California, various points in between that we've had wrestlers on, upper Midwest, we usually throw in the question, where would you like to wrestle at, you know, coming up? Where do you have a promotion that you would like to, to be at, you know, to get seen? Nine times out of ten, the name that mm-hmm. they drop is, I'd like to get into PWX. Don't you guys know that guy? So mm-hmm. that has to be 
has to hold some weight, something has to be said, that there are people that are not involved with PWX that want to be involved with PWX. So, Like Jack that, Jameson. Yeah, that's the truth. Okay. That's the truth. Yep. For, for people that want to keep up with you and want to find out all that they can about PWX, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, best way is at Kanabruski, K-A-N-A-B-R-E-W-S-K-I on Twitter. Um, I'm also on Facebook. If you search Kanabruski, you'll find me. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Kanabruski is the short length. That's the easiest way to find me in case you don't want to worry about spelling the last name or figuring out my shoot name or whatever. Um, that is the best way. You'll get a lot of family photos. Uh, not a lot of wrestling, um, the best. And then I look at everything dealing with um, social media for PWX. It gets forwarded to me. Um, and then you can also reach us through the app. You can also um, call us on our toll-free number. You can leave a message. Uh, it's 855-PWX-FANS. You can always leave a message there, uh, and that will get forwarded to me as well. Uh, as far as... Um, wrestlers looking to get booked. Um, I can only go through so many, and I can only fit. I get yelled at when I do more than eight matches on a show. Uh, and the audience gets tired when there's more than eight matches on a show. So I try and get uh, as much talent as I can on eight matches on each show, thus um, giving me the outlet uh, to create more shows and see more events Um to be able to bring in more people and take a look at more people. So, I mean, it's all in the works. There's a lot of names that I haven't even gone into that people don't know that I'm paying attention to uh, that are just here in the Carolinas that deserve a shot at working on PWX. Absolutely. So I'm trying to get to everybody as fast as I can. Uh, Please be patient, and either myself or someone on the roster uh, will touch base with you. Very cool. And we don't want to forget the actual website, which is pwxprowrestling.com, correct? Correct. Okay. Pwxprowrestling.com. Yep. Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash forward slash pwxwrestling. Twitter is pwxwrestling1. Very cool. And you can find Tommy Thomas at at the Tommy uh, Thomas. Yeah, we already know Tom's Twitter address. And we didn't get to do this the last time because it wasn't something that we were doing, but we have had everybody from the Tommy Thomas to Tessa Blanchard, John Schuyler, everybody that has been on the PWX roster, we've had them record a bump for us. And because you're going to be our last guest of this year, we would ask that you would do the very same thing, Brian. We would ask that you would record a bump for us and say, this is Brian, and you can pronounce your last name however you want to because it's your last name, and you're listening to Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. You got it, Bob. This is Brian Kinabruski, CEO, owner of Premier Wrestling Experience. You are listening to Live from the Armory with Bunkhouse Bob and lovely Laura. Excellent. I think that's the best one I've heard. 
Brian, appreciate thank it. you very much. I don't think it's thank the best one because, I mean, you've had so many great people on, but I definitely appreciate it. Not a problem, sir. We want to thank you very much for being on the show tonight. We look forward to, to seeing what 2015 has in store for PWX. Thank you all again for having me on. And, again, I want to invite anybody who is uh, literally in your listening area, because even those people in Australia want to get over here and watch some PWX. I know they do. So if they want to reach out, maybe we'll have to work on getting a chartered plane or something like that to get a whole group of them. We'll do a, you know, a double chat weekend for the Australian crew. Absolutely. For all of our, all of our good friends at fnxnetwork.com, you heard it here. Get in touch with Brian. You never know what's going to happen. The possibilities are endless. Brian, thank you again for being with us, brother, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Laura. Appreciate both of you. All right. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, sir. Thank you. Merry Christmas, y'all. And Merry Christmas to everybody out there in uh, live from the Army Land. (laughs) Thank you, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Have a good night. All right. And there goes Brian. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, I didn't mean to, like, uh, just, you know, gas like that, but, I mean, that right there, holy crap. What? What what do you mean? Super kick party? Yes. (laughs) Everybody loves a super kick party. Hell yeah. Um, Everybody. I did want to say something real quick. I think you might have a caller. In the queue. Negative. 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 Now I do. Okay. Now I do. Hold on. Okay. Okay. See who this is. 704, you're on with Live from the Armory Wrestling Show. Hi, this is Rob Killjoy. How's it going? What are you doing, Rob Killjoy? <laughs> hey, Rob. I'm doing all right. Hi, Rob. How are you guys? <laughs> doing well. <laughs> I, I hope you guys don't mind. I was just calling in to uh, kind of plug a show real quick for Saturday, if you guys had a couple minutes. Sure. Fire away, brother. Uh, this Saturday, as you guys know, I've had an ongoing personal issue with James Drake. You guys, mm-hmm. you guys are pretty good, I'm sure. Right. Well, this Saturday, I get a chance to put it all to an end once and for all, because I get my hands on James Drake, and he can't run, he can't hide, because I get him inside a steel cage match. Ooh. And I get this my I get my heavyweight title back and I get to end James Drake once and for all. Now you guys know how deep this goes. You guys know the issues that have been going on. He's what he did to my mother and what he's done to my family, the things he said, the things he's done. And uh and I don't know if you guys know this my neck isn't exactly a hundred percent right now due to uh last month him dropping me on my head. But that's not going to deter me from Saturday doing exactly everything that I promised I was going to do. Because as you guys know, he hasn't beat me yet. He didn't beat me to win that title. My mother threw in the towel. And as much as I disagree with what she did, I understand why she did it. But I'm a grown man, and I can handle my own problems. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So it's the fourth no. season for going on. No, that's what I was just getting ready to say, Rob. Where Where is this going to be held at? Uh, it's going to be, uh, I believe it's 890 Whitbrook Road in Spindale, North Carolina. It's the Forest City National Guard Armory. And uh, bell time is 8 p.m. Doors open at 7. 
I mean, it's like six bucks for tickets. You can't beat that price. Very cool. Very cool. Hold on a second. There's somebody else calling in here. Man, we've had a lot of callers tonight. Hold on. Let's see. Who is that popular, Bob? I don't know. Hold on, Rob. Let me see. Is this probably. There's probably a disgruntled fan about my CM Punk comments. Let's see. 704, you're on with live from the Armory Wrestling Show? A disgruntled fan about your CM Punk comment? No, 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 no. This is it's the Ebola contactor. And I don't know what you're talking about. It said contract, you moron. If you don't believe me, get on there and look. Nobody asked you to do anything besides make a gag-blame sandwich. So go make me a sandwich. You shut up. I've got something to say to Rob Kidgill. You hold on. That's it, man. I knew that when I called in, that I'd be followed shortly by you. Of course. Of course. Oh, my God. Rob, you haven't done anything but follow me around like a lost puppy since I tucked your heavyweight title out from around your waist. You've done everything you can. You've followed me to bookings, slammed to Georgia, for God's sake, and done everything short of give favors to a promoter in order to get in the ring with me. But Lord knows that you really don't want to. The last thing you want is to step foot in the ring with me again. I about broke your neck the last time that we were in the ring together. I about put you right beside your brother. I about had matching neck braces in the Killjoy family. So the the last thing you want to do is get in the ring with me this weekend. I promise. I absolutely promise. But that's his scheme of things, guys. Don't let him get to you. That's exactly that's what I understand now. He's just trying to upset me. He's trying to make me angry. That's the thing. I'm I couldn't possibly be angrier. I'm in complete control of my anger right now because I've only got a couple of days that I have to wait. Then I'm going to take out all of my anger. I'm going to take out all of my frustration on you. And you can't go anywhere, James Drake. You can't go anywhere. I know you're too fat to climb a cage. So what are you going to do? You're going to have to face me what I want. And if you can't beat me, if you can't beat me, because I guarantee you you can't beat me, then you're going to die trying. And in order for you to beat me, I'm going to have to die. And you don't have it in you. You do not have it in you. I promise you, you I don't have it in me. No, no, no. You run your mouth all you want. You you say everything you want about my family. You get out here, you try to portray yourself as this big, tough guy. But I know, I know, I see it in your eyes how scared you are. To be in that cage with me, and I, no, 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 and that's thing, I'm not taking away from you. No, I'm not taking away from you. Yes, you're very good. You're very good. Don't get me wrong, but you're you do not deserve that title because you're not the best. I'm the best. I deserve that title. You tell not me, you. I'm I'm not the best. I'm not the best. Are you kidding me right now? My inbox is full of promotions that's wanting me to come wrestle there. Why? Because their talent's not stacking up. To the level. Oh, the Southern Wrestling Association heavyweight champions picks and chooses where he wants to wrestle. Okay? Picks and chooses where he wants to wrestle. I only have to defend my belt once every 30 days. So if on my off time I want to go play in a softball tournament, that's perfectly fine. You know what I need you to do? I need you to take a drug test before you come to this darn wrestling show on Saturday. <sighs> Because by the time I'm done with you, the only way anybody in your family is going to be able to get benefits off of you is for them to know that there's nothing wrong with you, that you died of natural causes. That natural oh, cause Mr. Drake. is James Drake. That natural Mr. cause is James Drake. It's as simple as this. I don't have to climb out of a cage, Rob. I don't have to climb out of a cage. I'm going to beat you so bad that I'm going to walk right out the door. 
I'm going to walk right out the door of the cage holding my Southern Wrestling Association heavyweight championship. I'm going to walk right over to your mother and kiss her on her forehead, and I might knock her ass out again. Oh, Mr. Drake, we went through this the last time. I am absolutely tired of you. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of your existence. I'm tired of you riding my coattails for the last 12 years. I'm tired. I'm done. This weekend, I finish it. You finish it. Whatever. You finish it. That's fine, because it's going to end one way or another. And that's perfectly fine with me. You bring everything you got. I want you to say Try to do everything that you just said you were going to do. I want you to bring it off because I don't want you to have any excuses when I beat you one, two, three in the middle of the ring. Whenever I take my heavyweight title back, just like last time, you could not beat me. Now, I feel I have a little more to prove this time because I feel I let my mother down. I feel I let the fans down. And more importantly, I feel like I let myself down. And that's not going to happen this time. I'm not going to let you get in my head this time because I'm coming Saturday and I'm just going to beat you. And that's all there is to it, once again, because I'm better than you. Oh, we've got we, we've to move on from these guys. We, the last time we had them on the show, I had so many complaints in our inbox about how far over the line these two both went. I'm sorry, but I had to, I had to cut those guys off. This is going to be crazy. SWA Pro Wrestling Justified, Saturday, December 13th. Doors open at 7. The show starts at 8. Cage match. Heavyweight champion, SWA heavyweight champion, James Drake versus Rob Kiljoy. And in the immortal words of Jim Ross, I don't know if you're going to be able to tell the winner from the loser after this one's all said and done, folks. I think uh, you and old J.R. are right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, I hate... Uh, boy, that's just... It's too much. Too much. Uh, we got to move on. we got to move on. We're running over a little bit of time. Wanted to uh, drop about three things for you folks real quick. Next week's show, no guests. It will be our first annual year-end super show. We will uh, we will have uh, some awards to give out, a lot of fun. Next week's show will be our last show of the year. We're going to take two weeks off for the holidays, and then we'll be back at the beginning of January with some really cool guests lined up, and we'll let you folks know about that when we get to it next week. Two little things I wanted to drop real quick. Just some friendly advice to Booker T and the staff at Reality of Wrestling. Yeah, the website, Lord have mercy. The website for event info is very difficult to navigate, and there's little to no information on the cards that you're putting out for people to buy tickets. It needs to be updated. Just saying. Second thing, watch Championship Wrestling from Hollywood this past week, and lo and behold, guess who showed back up at CWF Hollywood? Sean Ricker, who was released from the WWE. Willie Mack was also there. Many people had reported, uh-huh. including us, that Willie Mack had signed a deal with the WWE, and he did. But Willie Mack was released before the ink had a chance to dry. Ricker's release, on the other hand, was a surprise to me because of Sean's talent, but it's obviously great to see him back in championship wrestling from Hollywood. So if you get a chance to see them, you can see them on MAV TV. Check your local uh, cable provider for the uh, channel in time. 
Laura, do you have anything you want to add before we call it an evening? Um, you know, I, I meant to say this to Brian when he was on, but um, I really do feel like part of the PWX family when I'm there, and I hope that you got a little taste of that as well uh, when oh, you were at PWX, uh, and it really is a family, and I enjoy it very, very much, and people can, you know, hate on me, throw off on me, whatever you want to. Come come to a PWX show, and I guarantee you when you walk out the door, you'll be sold on it just like we are. And I want to thank everybody for listening and tweeting with me and, and having a great time. And um, next week I think we've got some things planned. I think you're going to enjoy it. We're going to be working on things um, throughout the week. I think that we're going to you know, close out 2014 in a big way and just want to say thanks to everybody for making 2014 such a great year for all of us here at Live from the Armory. Absolutely. Folks, we'd like to thank Corky Franks and Brian Kay for being with us tonight. We thank you for your support, and we thank you for listening to our show, however you may do that, whether you do it by listening live on Blog Talk Radio every Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, whether or not you catch us on iTunes, or if you catch us over at www.fnxnetwork.com. We certainly appreciate all the support. Folks, we'll be here next week, 7 o'clock Eastern Time, Wednesday night, as we are every week. And just remember, there is never a bad seat here at the Armory. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. listening to live from the armory wrestling radio show listen to us on blogtalkradio.com every wednesday night at 7 p.m eastern time subscribe to us on itunes follow us on twitter at from the armory and you can find us on facebook at facebook.com backslash live.armory.9 if you like what you hear Please take a few moments to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.